You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Just for fools 
Have faith in us and us lots of bucks Might have to pawn all of, all of your family jewels Without shameless sing uh that deserves a round of applause you know um not having the best day so i thought we'd start off with with a bit of funny you know what before we get to it because it's gonna it's not gonna be fun i can tell you now at least the next 20 minutes is not gonna be fun and jan i'm so glad you can't stop laughing because that was the point of that um uh, let me give you one more because, you know, I was gone for a while. And so there were some, <laughs> there were some great ones. Um, and, and, and this one, it, 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 apropos of nothing, uh, as they say, um, where, where is it? Um, th- this is my favorite one that I've seen in a while. And so I thought um, we should share this with you. Um, <laughs> and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. All right, you ready? Um, I can't recall if it if they read what's on the screen, and I know we've got a you know we've got people listening on the Progressive Voices Network. Hi, Progressive Voices. Sorry, I was gone so long. Um, and other like Netroots Radio and and AirProgressive.org and other online radio stations or streaming stations. Um, so what it says on the on the um, the the video as it starts is Congresswoman Lauren Boebert was kicked out of a Denver theater after engaging in heavy petting, vaping, and disorderly conduct. Oh boy, this is uh, Don Karen along with uh, David Cohen. Here we go. Sitting, having too much fun She was vaping when the show begun Hearing complaints roll in And she just huffed and puffed away again Yeah, she's sitting on her bum at the play Not listening to a thing they say Sitting on a bum at the play, making time. She left her home with the new bow, headed for the timber play. Sporting some store-bought cleavage, putting everything she's got on display. So oh, yeah. she just a sitting on her bum at the play. People with the that she'd go away. Ooh, sitting on her bum at the play, making time. Looks like nothing's gonna change. Everything she does seems inane. She'll never do a 
what civil people try to do So I guess you'll remain the same Groping with her hand in his own As her new bow won't leave her alone They didn't really have to roam Just to act like they're at home Now they're asking her to please leave the play While she's hitching up her dress to stay Ooh, yeah, flipping them up on the way Sleazy slime Sleazy slime In an apology, she said that her actions simply fell short of her values Yeah, I'm on the edge of a lot of things, she added I can't whistle. <laughs> that is uh, my new favorite. Um, oh, oh, that that one was actually. Oh, I, I, uh, that was. Um, wow, that was the the uh, parody project. I was about to give credit for that one to my new favorite uh, parodyist, whose name I uh, I'm blanking on at the moment, but we'll hear from him soon. Anyway, good one, Don Karen. Getting a little risque there. All right, I'm delaying the inevitable. I have um, run off a few listeners, probably more than a few, but I want to share something with you. And this is, I I read this, I don't know if it was on Shitter or Mastodon or Blue Sky or Threads, because I'm on all of them, sort of, kind of. But somebody who has the, the handle of Motor City Rabbi posted, Last night, the oldest synagogue in Africa, that would be El Hama in Tunisia, was burned and destroyed by rioters. Some have dated it back thousands of years. Early this morning, Molotov cocktails were thrown at a synagogue in Berlin. This is why your Jewish friends are scared. This is why their hearts are broken by your silence. We know that this is just the beginning. We've been here before. I was raised with the stories of the Holocaust and the slogan, never again. It's happening again. The anti-Semitism is rising globally. And here in the United States. And when I see my friends and people with whom I share common values screaming about, you know, free Palestine. Look, I get it. I say it too. But what's happening now is a different ball game. And I don't mean to imply that it's not important by calling it a game. What's happening now is, to, to use another metaphor, a horse of a different color. What's going on is so ugly. And you have Rashida Tlaib still blaming Israel even after, oh, I thought I pulled that article, even after, um, you know, uh, most, uh, well, I don't want to say most. No, because that would not be true. Many legitimate news sources have come around and said, uh, we, we, well, we, 
they're not they're not taking blame. They're not taking um, uh, uh, responsibility. But so many from the New York Times on down jumped at the uh, to to back up what Hamas claimed that the bombing of this hospital was Israel was the IDF. Now it may it, maybe it was. How about we wait for proof before we before the whole world explodes in protests against Israel? Because the same way I got yelled at on one of the the platforms the other day for daring to us to to talk about the Palestinians and not not separate and say, I'm talking about Hamas, I'm talking about the terrorists, certainly not the innocent civilians trapped in Gaza, which I think is a horrific situation. And, and if you've listened to my show for any amount of time, you know I've been critical. You know I've been critical of Netanyahu, who I think is a, is, is a Trumper, is Israel's Trump. He needs to be run out of office. The guy is 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 on um, under in federal indictment, num- number of federal indictments, and the idiots there, the hard right faction in Israel, put him back in office. Just like there are innocent people in Gaza trapped there, there are innocent people in Israel who work hard against this hard right government. And again, I banned somebody from the chat room the other day, somebody who's been there for a long time, for simply saying, of course it was Israel. There's no question it was Israel. Where there is a question, there is absolutely, there are many, many questions. And until we have definitive answers, you cannot say one way or another. And right now, the, the U.S. intelligence is saying it was this other terrorist faction inside Gaza who's often fired these make, homemade rockets that don't hit their intended target. And they're saying that's what happened here. I'm saying get a UN uh, contingent in there to do the investigation and figure out the answer once and for all because whomever is responsible for this, is guilty of war crimes. Now, you know, it's Thursday, so Howie Klein will be here. Howie Klein has a very thoughtful piece up at downwithtyranny.com. Let me see. Oh, I clo- did I close that browser? No, I didn't. Okay. At downwithtyranny.com. And uh, it was from a few days ago, and Howie has written very little on this subject, and I can't say that I blame him. If I didn't feel so strongly, no, I did not ban Suzanne. No, and I apologize to Suzanne. Um, sorry, I'm answering to the chat room. The headline on this piece from Howie reads, was the ghastly Hamas attack on Israel really part of their determination to take over the PLO? Is Israel doing just what Hamas hoped it would do? And that is pretty much, um, you know, where we are. And, 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 and this is one theory, and maybe of how he feels like it, we'll talk about it, but I will refer you to downwithtyranny.com to a post four days ago of the title that I just read. 
You know, um, many members of Congress, and I'll point to Rashida Tlaib, jumped on the, oh, you know, the, the media is um, blaming, uh, uh, putting all the blame on the IDF for this bombing because Hamas said it. Um, many, many retweeted uh, unfounded assertions. Some realized that they were wrong in doing that. One of those happens to be uh, Congressman, I'm sorry, Senator John Fetterman. Senator John Fetterman, who said this. I'm sure there'll be other kinds of details that you know anyone's not able to discuss because it's, it's it's classified. But nothing changes what I just said that I'm always going to stand on the side of Israel, always. And now it's be you know it's clear that Israel was not responsible for the bombing at the, the hospital, and it's tragic that hundreds of, of innocent civilians were killed. And it was done by the same side that butchered innocent Israeli citizens over in, in Israel last week. And I don't know how you can get more despicable than they already are to now they're trying to blame Israel on that, to inflame tensions all there as well, too. And I'm, I'm proud that the president visited there, and I'm going to stand with President Biden, and I'm going to stand with Israel. And I look forward to voting for whatever they need, military, intelligence, or humanitarian aid. So that's John Fetterman, who, uh, you know, backtracked on his retweeting or whatever you want to call it today, reshitting the shit that was posted by people like, oh, the New York Times. Um, others don't. And like Rashida Tlaib, who's doubling down on it. Um, David's here, and you want to say something. Yes. What I want to say is... <clears throat> You love Palestinians? Wonderful. You love the idea of free Palestine? Cool. You hate Israel? Fine. Got your point. That in no way, shape, or form justifies burning a temple in Africa, firebombing a temple in Berlin, Berlin. having anti-Semitic incidents in the United States, no fucking way if you feel that way about palestine and israel you are allowed to do that but the fact i feel that way about palestine and israel okay but the fact that these other incidents are taking place puts the lie to people saying oh but this is all about israel's treatment of the palestinians in gaza no no, burning a temple in Africa has nothing to do with the Palestinians in Gaza. Firebombing a temple in Berlin is anti-Semitism. Anything other than protesting what Israel does in Israel is anti-Semitism, which is thousands of years old, and people dodge it all the time. I just unfriended somebody on Facebook who is vehemently saying, oh no, Israel this, Israel that. Fine, Israel, you can say that they're not a great country in the way that they've treated Palestine. It in no way justifies anything beyond their borders having to do with Jewish people. Nope, thank you. And uh, yeah, that's my point exactly. And no, we didn't plan that. I had no idea what he was gonna say uh, when he came in here. 
We haven't talked about this today. I've been in a shitty mood today for a number of reasons. One, let me share this with you. I'll share a letter from a now former listener. So um, Deb, by the way, who misspelled my name, there's no H. It's not Nick Hole. It's Nicole. Just saying it's an old peeve of mine. But she wrote, hi, Nick Hole. Please watch the clip below. Let me say that I appreciate your unprejudiced reporting on this topic. While I don't agree on some of your views, most are quite enlightening and refreshing, let's say about 99.5%. On the political side of this, I am much disgusted with the U.S. position. For the record, she writes, I will not vote for Biden. I looked over I think she meant overlooked, but okay. I looked over his past racist and sexist behavior for the sake of lesser of two evils. I will vote in 24, but not for Biden, because in my opinion, he is just as evil as Trump and maybe even more. Much success and ease on the rest of the settling in phase of your move. Peace and love, Deb. And I won't give Deb's last name, out of respect for her, although I don't respect her at all. And she gave, she sent along a, a segment from Democracy Now! that I did not watch for a number of reasons. Anyway, I responded to her. I, I wrote, Biden more evil than Trump? That's absurd and dangerous. And then I added, for good measure, you should probably stop listening to my show right now. And she wrote back, And she said, okay, I will. Guess you're not as enlightened as I thought. I was kind of surprised that you didn't at least wonder why I feel this way. No, Deb, I didn't. I thought that you would explain it if you cared to. And frankly, I don't care to get into a long back and forth with you. I don't have time. I've got a million things that are still left undone trying to get settled into a new house, get everything done. I don't have time to go back and forth with you over your inane and assholish beliefs. But she said, did you even watch the video clip that I sent? No, I didn't. Have you read Howard Zinn's People's History of the U.S.? Yes, have you? And then she says, so farewell. I feel like I've lost a family member. Really? Deb, Thanks for your support over the years. Oh, wait. (laughs) She's enjoyed it and listened to it. Has she bothered to contribute to uh, help support my work? That would be no, just in case you were wondering. She said, anyway, as a political junkie, I appreciate your introducing me to Howie Klein. I will catch him on Blue America. You will. Blue America is a is a pack, is a super pack that or a pack that raises money for candidates. How are you going to catch him on Blue America? Blue America isn't a thing you catch him on. Yes, I'm pissed. And she's not the only one. Biden worse than Trump. Go fuck yourself, Deb. My God. So that's why I'm in such a lovely mood today. I think maybe I need to play another song. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, eh. there are days I just don't want to do this anymore. I just don't. Because it's, it's so upsetting. And just when I think that maybe people are more enlightened, 
I know, I, I, I realize I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt all too often, and they're not enlightened at all. And it's really sad. Really sad. And Deb, hey, again, I say thanks for your support over the years. I feel like I've lost a family member. Go fuck yourself. While I can still say that on, well, I can do it here. I won't be doing it uh, on my other radio show that we announced yesterday, in case you didn't hear it, uh, beginning probably November 17th. Um, I will be doing a weekly show Friday afternoons at 5 Pacific on KPFK Radio. Also, of course, online at kpfk.org and, um, uh, uh, you know, worldwide, globally at kpfk.org. Anyway, I won't be cursing there because I know how to, you know, (laughs) I know how to work within, um, uh, you know, FCC guidelines. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. I just, you know, it's days like this that I look over to the other desk in this room that I'm setting up, which is where Women Who Rock is going to be based. Because, uh, you know, one or two or three jobs isn't enough for me, and none of them pay anything. That's why I need your support. But I'll keep working because that's what I do. Yes. May I please say one more Sure. Thing? Go. Um, just for clarification purposes, um, Nicole and I never discuss anything that I say. No. Um, my thoughts are my own. Her thoughts are her own. One of the best things about our relationship is that we're both uh, individuals with strong opinions and feelings, and we both allow each other to have those opinions and feelings. More often than not, even if I want to come in and say something, she will tell me to fuck off. And that's fine. It's her right to do so. It's her show. She can do whatever she wants with it. So... We never prepare anything. Anytime I walk in here and say something, it's just whatever is bouncing around inside my brain. Yeah, well, that's that's the truth. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to inject some levity here. And along that, those lines, before we bring on Howie Klein, how about this? Hello, folks. This is your Action News reporter with the latest from Capitol Hill. Republicans need to pick a new Speaker of the House, but they're so busy fighting amongst themselves, they just can't seem to get their act together. Making them look like they're just a few chicken legs short of a picnic. Here one comes, idiot, idiot, there one goes, hypocrite, hypocrite, and they ain't nothing but schmoes, they can't decide on a speaker, idiots, idiots, their conference keeps looking weaker. Since any name someone floats Might take more than 15 votes And that last one was a squeaker Yeah, in the race to be speaker Look at the folks who are a seeker Scalise and Jordan, such a drag The choice between scum and back Which makes the prospects look bleaker Well, here's the latest news from Capitol Hill, and it is utter chaos in the GOP conference. No one seems to know what to do. No one is in charge. No one has a plan. And it sure seems like this party's elevator don't go all the way to the top floor. You know what I mean? (laughs) Can't decide. Bickering, bickering. Though they've tried. We're snickering, snickering. It's crazy town on their side. The house can't work with with no speaker. Bickering, bickering. But that don't make these folks meeker. We're stickering, stickering. As with each other, they fight. It makes it look not real bright. They're more exposed than a streaker. A 
just been handed the latest bulletin. Let's just say these folks were looking so confused they don't know whether to scratch their watches or wind their butts. Oh, oh yeah, there still ain't no speaker. Squabbling, squabbling. Yes, their dysfunction needs a tweaker. Hobbling, hobbling. Meanwhile, the Dems are a solid team. Thanks to Nancy and Hakeem, who are both smarter and sleeker. This mishgosh is a shrieker. Squabbling, squabbling, making the whole country weaker. Hobbling, hobbling, which makes it even more clear we got thrown out next year. Then we'll elect the next speaker. Here one comes, idiot, idiot. There one goes, hypocrite, hypocrite. Time to get rid of these schmoes. Before you go, one quick favor. If you're enjoying these videos, I hope you'll consider supporting them through my Patreon for as little as $2 a month. That way you can enjoy them without feeling guilty about how hard I work every week to keep you laughing at the news that would otherwise make you cry. Thanks. Lauren Mayer, everybody. Find her at Lauren's Comedy on the uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, just Google Lauren Mayer. You'll find her. She does one of those videos every week. And um, yeah, she's awesome. That was great. Yeah, with this speaker, uh, there was news today. Because, you know, they had concocted this plan to, uh, for, for Patrick McHenry, you know, the, the nerd with the bow tie, to be uh, the, the speaker pro tem, I guess, through the end of this Congress because they can't elect a fucking speaker. And then today, that all fell apart. Um, that all fell apart. <laughs> I know I have that audio here somewhere. That all fell apart. What what happened, Jim with a G, uh, Jordan? We made the pitch to um, members on the resolution as a way to lower the temperature and get back to work. Uh, we decided that wasn't where we're going to go. I'm still running for speaker. Yeah. And I plan to go I to the floor uh, and get the votes. And win this race. Sure. But I want to go talk with a, a few of my colleagues. Oh. Particularly, I want to talk with the 20 individuals who voted against me. Um, 22. So that we can move forward and counting? begin to work for the American people. I didn't realize my mic was on when I was when I was recording that. And he said the 20, <laughs> the 20 who voted against me. And I said 22, but who's counting? You know, to nobody but me and the echo in the room. Um and it, and it recorded because my mic was, <laughs> was open. But it works. Uh, that will be there for posterity. Yeah, it, in the first round of voting, there were 20 no's on Jim Jordan. In the second round, a day later, there were 22. <clears throat> Which is when uh, Gymnasium Jordan backtracked and said, well, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I will go for the Patrick McHenry thing after um, saying the first day, saying uh, after the first round of votes that no. What, what do you think of these calls us. to introduce a resolution to empower McHenry to be the speaker pro tem on a permanent basis? Would you support that? I don't think that's the right way to go. I think we should get a Republican speaker. Uh, I got 90 percent of the Republicans in the conference supporting me. Would that help buy you more time? No, I, I mean, I think we should get a Republican speaker. I've been very okay. clear about that. So he said that Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was. And then the next day he said, uh, after he lost 22 votes, Republican votes, he said, well, maybe this Patrick McHenry thing is worth doing. And then today it all fell apart. And so now we're back to square one. Um, that might be a good place 
to check in with Howie Klein. Um, uh, we can do it like this. Are you a multinational corporation hungry for a treat? Well, come on down to Schmucky Chuckies, where you'll personally be seated by Chuck Schumer himself. So many dishes, and they're all fresh. You're going to love our Blue Dog special, the Dino Burger, because we say so. A good hamburger and french fries. And every burger comes with a side order of grits. I love grits. I love anything with corn. It's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth orange juice. After a week or two, you drink this, it's 200 calories and it's acetic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies, tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint, but at Schmucky Chuckies, you get complimentary. Sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now with Howie Klein of DownWithTyranny.com on The Nicole Sandler Show. Well, now we find out if the gremlins have been eradicated. How are you there? Ah, damn it. Hold on. Okay, so I hear you coming through the... No, 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 no. I hear you coming through the computer speakers, but you're not coming through the board, and I don't know why. So I need to hang up and call you back from the other computer. Okay, sorry. I'll call you back in a minute. You see, this is what happens. I, I, because I usually use this computer to make the phone calls. But I didn't today because if I do that, how we can't hear anything I, I play from this. So it, I know it's, it's, it, you don't need to know, but let's get how we, this, this, it'll work on this one. I was just trying to make it better. And I, I got to figure out why, why that's not, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, Hey, I did a pretty good job with building the studio so far. I hope I'm calling the right number. Here I am. There you are. Hi, now we can hear you. Sorry about that. You know, just day two, or is it three, from the studio that's still not completed, and it's kind of echoey in here. Now I sound like you, because you always sound like you're standing in an echo chamber, and <laughs> so now I can join you there. Do I sound like No, right now you don't. Right now you're cutting out on me a little bit. Oh, no. No, there you are. I hear you. Okay. Okay. So, how are you? It's been a while. I'm good. I was in New York while you were uh, moving across the country. So I, I, in fact, I thought we were going to talk um, while I was in New York, and I was just uh, ready for it. I figured I'd be walking around the metro, oh. the um, <clears throat> the Museum of Modern Art, uh, while you and I uh, did an interview. But it didn't turn out that way. No, that would have been nice. But yeah, it wasn't. We, you know, it took us longer than I expected. But I, you know, I'm surprised I'm up and running so quickly. So I. <laughs> I give myself a little bit of credit there. Ah, oh, and, and as I've been saying, you know, good thing that nothing much happened while I was gone. <laughs> right. It was slow, oh slow news week. God, with month. It, it was like every week. It's like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm off the air for this. And, and it kept going and it like it got each week got progressively worse. But so here we are. And of course, we're in the middle of a shit storm. Um, I've, you know, reading down with tyranny.com, I was almost relieved to see that you haven't been focusing too much on what's happening in the Middle East because it's just such a horrific situation and there are no, there are no good players. There are no, um, there's no, nobody is, is, uh, uh, above reproach there. Um, and the outcomes are just tragic and horrific. 
Yeah. I mean, I have written about it. Yeah. Um, and but, I mentioned a post you wrote four days ago that I fully uh, agree with, and I encourage listeners to go read. And you. that was, was the ghastly Hamas attack on Israel really part of their determination to take over the PLO? Is Israel just doing what Hamas hoped it would do? And, you know, you ask perfectly legitimate questions in there. Yeah. Well, I, a friend of mine just called um, about half an hour ago to, you know, to moan and groan about it. And, you know, I said, you know, you'd be better off not to watch TV. The whole time I was in New York, I didn't turn the television on one time, not once. So, you know, it's very calming. <laughs> you know, now that I'm back, I see everybody's all uh, sort of ramped, amped up on this. Like I wasn't. I was away doing what I had to do and, and didn't watch any television at all. So I wasn't all crazed. I mean, you know, I was, uh, you know, I had the internet, of course, so so I was aware of what was going on. But it's different from when you when you you get sucked into the tube and you get all emotionally involved, and and it makes it makes people crazy. Um, you know, fr- I have friends who live in Israel. I have friends whose family are in Israel. So it's very very easy to um, you know get get emotionally attached to the whole story just based on that. And I'd rather not. Yeah. No, I don't hear you. So, you know what? I've been through it. I already, I, I did it today. I'm encouraging people to read the piece that I just cited. I'll post a link to it from my blog today where I post today's show. At, it'll be at NicoleSandler.com slash 10-19-23 um, because I think it strikes the right chord. And until we know more. And the thing is, you say turn off the TV and I'm now I'm saying don't read the fucking newspapers because even the New York Times doesn't know how to wait for the facts before they, um, you know, proclaim somebody is to blame for something horrific. Right. Right. Exactly. But on the other hand, a newspaper is never going to be as, um, you know, it doesn't. It won't suck you in the same way that the tube does. That's I mean, true. the TV really sucks you in and, and gets you all emotional and all worked up. Well, that's and, true. And the newspapers do to some extent, but not not to the same extent. But if the newspapers are printing stuff as unequivocal fact and it isn't, that's a problem too. Well, everybody starts citing everybody else. Yeah. You know, the, the TV starts citing the New York Times. Of course, the New York Times doesn't cite anybody. No. But, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's a real shitstorm, and, and it's, it's a shame because, you know, I, I, don't, know, I don't know the facts. No. You know, I, I saw a lot of my allies uh, in Congress jump to the conclusion that the Israelis did this. Yep. And maybe they did. I don't know. I mean, they're not trustworthy. You can't believe right. them. Right. Oh, under Netanyahu. Right. No, but you can't believe Hamas either. And they're the ones who first came out and said the IDF bombed this hospital and all the news organizations said, oh, the IDF bombed this hospital. That's exactly what happened. And, you know, I mean, mean, why would anybody believe anything that Hamas would say? Good question. So everyone uh, talks about uh, it from uh, from their propaganda perspective. Do, Do you remember? I'm sure you do. When it started the Israelis started talking about how um, all these babies had their heads chopped off. Yeah. Well, that wasn't true. That was just a lie. Right. 
You and, can't trust them either. No. You can't trust the Israelis. You can't trust Hamas. And the so thing is, did they really, did they have happened. to do that? Babies were murdered. Full families were murdered. What Hamas did when it came into Israel on, on October 7th and attacked those kids at the rave and then went to kibbutzes and summarily executed families in their homes, that's bad enough. They had to add some bullshit about beheading babies? Like, what the fuck? That, that's been going on uh, forever. Not just with Israel and Hamas, the Huns raped Belgium. Yep. Uh, you know, someone just sent me an article about how Dostoevsky was relating to the fact that um, the Ottomans were slaughtering, uh, doing the exact same thing, like slaughtering, flaying. <laughs> Literally, they were cutting off the skin of a father in front of the daughter. Ugh. And then the daughter was like fainting as she watched. I mean, I mean well, this is like, this is forever made up stuff you i'm sure remember the uh, the babies that were dragged out of their incubators in kuwait by the iraqis remember that um, turned out to be a total yeah. lie no, no i don't but can i also say democrats want to abort babies up into the de- day of birth and beyond <laughs> you <Yes>. know <laughs> come on man Whoops, I, I had the wrong thing up there. I was going to play Joe Biden. Uh, here we go. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Can't we all just, you know, tell the truth? Anyway, but the big news today, what, you know, what, as of at, at yesterday, when we signed off with all, all, the, the conjecture being, we're, we're going to segue now to the House and <laughs> the chaos in the, in, in the House of Representatives, um, that I was going to ask you to tell us a little bit about uh, Patrick McHenry. But I oh, guess- I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. I've been writing about Patrick McHenry before he was ever elected to Congress. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I'm a, a Patrick McHenry expert. I knew that. And that's why I, now it's less important because apparently the bid to have him be the speaker pro tem temporarily, but probably through the end of this Congress fell apart today. And now Jim Jordan's like, I'm going to go still, for another round. But um, he's, still the, he's still the speaker pro tem. OK, it's just he has power. What they were going to vote on was giving him power to call, for example, to call call votes on things. He can't do that now. All he can do is to ha- call votes on electing a new uh, a new speaker, mm-hmm. and he can adjourn the, the house and call the house to order. But he can't, you know, propose, uh, you know, let's not close down the government. Let's pass this. He can't right. do that. <laughs> so they were going to give him the power to do that. I was a little disturbed that the Democrats. Were there, were, there had to be more Democrats involved uh, in doing this than Republicans, because right. the Republicans were so much against it, and that you know set up my uh, set off my alarms because the Democrats don't know how bad this guy is. Right. And so very, I wanted very, you to tell us all about Patrick McHenry because we've spoken about him before. Yes. So uh, Patrick McHenry for me uh, started when he was working for. Uh, I, what was it, Rick Lazio? He was, he was a guy who ran for Senate. He, was, he had been a congressman, but he was running for the Senate against Hillary Clinton the first time she ran for right. the Senate in New York. Yep. And he hired this guy, this was the first I ever heard of him, named Patrick McHenry. And I was interested because Patrick McHenry was only doing one thing, which was smearing Hillary. That was it. <laughs> he, he put together a website. Um, I wrote about this when it happened. I mean, you, you know how long ago that was, yeah. right? I mean, yep. you know, long time she ago. first ran for the U.S. Senate. 
So it was a very long time ago. He put together a website, you know, something like, you know, Never Hillary or something like that. NeverHillaryGut.com. I don't know if it was Never Hillary, something Hillary.com. And we just made up all this bullshit. And that was interesting to me. And then he did such a so-called good job that Karl Rove, who at the time was working in the White House, uh, hired him. Oh, yeah. You know, said, hey, you know, we could use this quality of smears as well. Mm-hmm. He didn't last very long there, but he was hired in a minor job in the White House, and he didn't last very long there. So the, both the, between the Rove thing and the White House, both together, that was about six months of his life. He then left uh, Washington and went to work. No, uh, well, ran for, I should say, not went to work, ran for the state legislature. Okay, so that, so that, that what I just told you is the official story, and so and that, and that is the story. However, there's more to him. Once, once I started looking into who this guy was who was writing all these smears about Hillary, I found out some really interesting stuff, um, which included uh, that he owned a, uh, a male brothel in Norfolk, Virginia. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> and he, uh, he, there was a rival brothel that suddenly burned down, and it was suspected that, that he had it burned down. So, you know, so that was like my first sort of introduction to who this guy is, and that made me, you know, want to stay with the story. It's my kind of story. Right. One time, um, I, I called his office when he first got elected to Congress, I called his office because he had a um, he had had a like a, a lover who was doing some real heavy-handed stuff. This was like a big bulky guy who uh, who looked real good, but obviously knew how to use his fists. And he was doing some of the heavy work for M- McHenry. Wait, 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 wait. So, so Patrick there. McHenry is a gay man. I'm guessing closeted that nobody knows, and this is his he, lover. He's a closeted gay man. And at, at, you know, why, when all this stuff was coming out, he married, uh, he married. Just, you of know, they course all he do did. that. They yes, all they get do. married. So yeah, they, say, they oh, do. I have a wife. Right. You know, Hastert had a wife, too. Oh, yeah. And none of them live with these women. Oh, and they, and they, they provide for them, and the women are free to do whatever they want. But, and, and then they could say, these guys can say, yeah, marry. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so anyway, um, so he hadn't been married. He, and he was living a wild lifestyle and, and was kind of open about it, not about the gay part of it, but, you know, uh, running around. I remember that this one time he made this big fuss because he was running around with these two lesbians posing for pictures with them. And they were like, you know, it, it was almost like they were having some kind of an orgy, but of course it didn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, if, if anybody wants to really go into it, I wrote about sev- 70 posts about it, mostly at... Um, uh, down with tyranny at Blogspot, so my old oh, right, platform. Right, right, right. But that's, easy, that, that's an easy one to search. So you can just write in in the search bar, Patrick McHenry, or Pat, and you'll get l- tons of stuff. In any case, he. Um, so I called his office. The guy who answered the phone, when I said this, I can't remember the guy's the guy who uh, who I can't remember the guy's name, but I said is so and so worked there. And he said, yes. I said, can I speak with him? And he said, uh, hold on a minute. Then when he came back, he said, no, no, he doesn't work here and hung up the phone. <laughs> oh. And then, uh, then I heard that Patrick McHenry was very upset about uh, Down With Tyranny and was paying a lot of attention to it. He, and then another Republican ran against him. And that Republican was just like using all of my stuff 
they debated McHenry. McHenry didn't want to debate, but he went. He would go to McHenry's um, events and you know ask him embarrassing questions mm-hmm. using my using my stuff. It was it was a grand old time, and it's funny now. You know, I I I, I see newspapers saying things like uh, you know a a, a trusted. A uh, member of Congress by all sides. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I mean, right. it isn't true. Well, the Democrats were the ready to give him members of Congress. Uh, I think only two percent of his campaign funds come from actual people. So he's the chairman of the House um, uh, Financial Services Committee, oh, and all of the money he he brings in, and this very very large amounts come from the banks and the uh, hedge funds and all, all those kinds of operators. And those are exactly the ones he's supposed to be keeping an eye on. And, and it's like 98% of his money. And, and he's a major, major fundraiser. In fact, he raised enough money to become, to become the Republican whip. And he, he gave the Republican House uh, committees $2 million. And that would make him the whip. However, uh, uh, Cawthorn... Uh, was called in by Mac- uh, McCarthy yeah. and, and Scalise, and, and Cawthorn told them that it was McHenry who invited him to the orgy. And by the way, the orgy was just a, just going to be the two of them. That oh. wasn't like oh. some you know, oh. giant. So when Matt, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> kind of dig in on this one, so so to speak. When when Madison Cawthorn said that there were orgies in the Republican, it was just Patrick McHenry who wanted to stop the He's young. God, oh my God. <laughs> their, their districts are next door to each other by the way oh my god this gets better and better i want to see the movie it's, or not it's, not well, really what no. was, <laughs> is mccarthy said you can't be the whip now uh and but he said but you could you could be the chairman of the of the uh, of that committee it's the most lucrative uh, job in congress which it is it's it's the it's the fountain of uh, of corruption in the whole Congress. Aye. So, um, you know, he, so he's doing okay, but they didn't give him back his $2 million from what I heard. In any case, the only reason that he is the um, uh, the speaker pro tem or the, the acting speaker right. was because McCarthy gave him the job. McCarthy didn't ask anybody else. There was no vote. It was just McCarthy's on his way out. He said, okay, you're the guy. So why did he do that? He can completely control him. Totally. Why? Because he knows about uh, uh, Madison Cawthorn and him. Oh, my God. It's just it goes from bad to worse. And, and <laughs> you, all of these Arizona, I'm in Arizona now. I'm in I'm in Chandler, Arizona. And you know how you remember it? Sandler, uh, Cinema. Sandler in Chandler. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I was going to Cinema's old district when she was Oh, in it is. And now I understand I've got a, a decent Democratic representative. I haven't met him yet. Who and, is it? Uh, yeah, I knew you were going to ask me his name. Right. I, Isn't it, he's not that decent. No? Shit. No, if it, if it, I think it's Stanton. Stan, uh, is a, he the former, a, mayor no, of, former mayor of Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. Phoenix, yes. Um, well, at not, least... Not, not good. Not good, but at least he's got a D next to his name, I guess. I bet. You know, so yes, he has that. He's not horrible, but he's, he's not he's Kirsten Cinema. Right. He's not Kirsten Cinema. Um, no, nor is he Ruben Gallego, no. who's right. It was not that far from you, but he's right. much better. Yes. And no, I'm not in Ruben's district, unfortunately. 
But, you know, uh, people down the road are in like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gosar's district or something. I mean, it's frightening. Or what What could have been? I was I was terrified of, okay, who's going to be our rep? You know, it could have been a Paul Gosar. Oh, God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or or so, Debbie Lesko. Who, or Debbie who, Lesko, who's retiring. Retiring. Right? Yeah. So there are a lot of crazies here in Arizona. So at least I didn't get one of those. I got some, I'll work on them. I, 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 I don't, I, I guess I need to read up on Stanton first. Good. Nothing will do, not with Stanton. Mm. He's, he's convinced that he, you know, he's the smartest guy in the room and he knows what is needed in that district. And, you know, he's not, he's not going to move. She was a blue dog. He didn't do that. He could have been a blue dog, but he didn't. He, he picked, you know, the new Dems who at the time were not as bad as the blue dogs. They're pretty much the same right now. Right. But, you know, he doesn't make, he's, he's not one of the ones who's like, you could, could be counted on to be bad on everything. Some of them can be counted on to be bad on everything. He's not that. He's just, you know, there. He's just a, a you know, a moderate Democrat. Right. Just well, very, I, very I wasn't him. thrilled with, with the guy who um, was elected in the last election in my old district in Florida who, you know, is good before the cameras, and he's a showboater in uh, uh, Jared Moskowitz, but boy, what a dick he was. No, he is. He's terrible. Uh, my, my, and Moskowitz is much worse than Stanton, so he's okay. upgraded. Good. Okay, so there's that. I'll take, I'll take small victories wherever I can get them. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank the you. The reason I asked you is because I forgot that it was Arizona. I knew that you were moving, and I, was th- and I knew you were moving to Arizona, but, I, but for some reason I came up with... Uh, the the west coast of florida in my head oh. and i was gonna say yeah. go, go visit madison Cawthorn. he lives there now oh does he of course they all moved to florida florida became the i mean it was always a bit crazy but now it is truly you know the land of fruits and nuts <laughs> well in his case just the land of fruits <laughs> <laughs> patrick McHenry and madison Cawthorn. that's an image that i'm gonna have to work to erase well, you, they, from what I understand, they never, they never got together. Oh, no. No, Madison Cawthorn had, had his uh, cousin, who was his, uh, his one and only. Oh, really? <laughs> his cousin. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my God. You so- know, if you saw this or not, I posted it, but his wife, uh, his so-called wife, got, just got remarried. <gasps> and, and she said horrible things about him. I was, I was like... I didn't even want to put it in my blog, although I did tweet it, I think. Oh uh, but it was just, just, you know, very homophobic and awful things oh. about her former husband. Wow. So homophobic, but he's gay, a closeted gay. And that's, that tends to happen a lot, doesn't it? Well, she, I don't know what she thought she was getting. She's marrying someone who, uh, you know, is, is paralyzed from the waist down. I don't know what she thought she was going right. to get. Well. <laughs> Complaining, she didn't get anything. I guess but, not. But you know what she's going to get? Uh, a g- a good speaker, <laughs> somebody with a yeah. talented tongue. You know, maybe <laughs> fellatio, not fellatio, or the uh, kundalini. Right, that's what I, that. talented tongue, a good speaker. That's what I was trying to get at without being too graphic. But you know, hey, Howie, I made a big announcement uh, yesterday that yes. um, beginning uh, November seventeenth. It's sort of that's the target date. Uh, I'm going to be back on the air in Los Angeles once a week doing a show on KPFK. Oh, nice. Fridays at five o'clock. I have an hour 
So I, yeah, the Nicole Sandler show starts on KPFK in about a month. Thank you. Is it going to be a political uh, show? It's going to be, it's going to be, well, what I do now, I mean, when with you, I'm all political, but you know how we talk music. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I have friends uh, or people who are authors and comedians and whatever. It's going to be a bit of everything. We will talk about what matters, what's happening in our lives. And and again, try when things get too heavy to try to lighten it up a little bit. And again, Friday at five o'clock is the best time of the week for most people. So they're um, driving and they want to relax a little bit. Well, it's the beginning of the weekend. It's the end of the work week. So. You know, wonderful. Gotta have a little fun. Thank I you. Hope this isn't going to take away from that um, that woman's. No, nope. uh, women who rock I, is is going. I, in fact, in my new studio, I've got a nice big room in the house, and I'm in one corner, and I'm looking right across from me, and over there is going to be women who rock. I have the computer and the desk and everything ready to go. And my computer keeps shutting off. I don't know why. So, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm split between, uh, uh, you know, a couple of things and, um, uh, and a couple more. So just keeping busy. As I was saying, I've got five jobs. None of them pay anything, but you know, I've got five jobs in the moment. Wonderful. Yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, <laughs> did you ever get that note, that note I sent you with all of the, uh, the, the women who rock I did. Uh, that I thought you might I uh, did. be interested in. And I put in Good. a bunch of them already. And I'm still, you know, I've been out of commission for the last month. So the control of our beta stream has been with a guy who's helping us out with streaming and music licensing and stuff like that, who's in Arkansas. So I need to take back control of the stream. But I need, for some reason, my streaming computer for women who rock, um, I have it set up to never shut down to never go to sleep because it's got it and it keeps shutting down every night. So I need to call, uh, um, uh, uh, the maker of this computer, which is, I'm drawing a blank on now. Um, but yeah, so I need to figure out why it's shutting down. And once I get that f- fixed, I'm going to take control back and, and get it going. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we're working on our next step is going to be, um, getting our, uh, our, our, um, you know, a landing page, operational while we build the website in the back. And then we're going to have to do, we're going to do some kind of a Kickstarter because there are five of us, five main women who are the women who rock, who are putting it all together and we're each kicking in some money, but you know, I'm kind of broke these days. So we don't have much and you know, we're hoping to get some support to build and hope that if we build it, they will come, you know? Yes. And what do you need the money for licensing? Well, for just for, you know, operations, um, we want to, you know, look, we're going to have some great female talent, disc jockeys, like radio pros do shows. And I don't want to ask people to work for free. I think everyone should be paid for their work. We're not being paid, but we think, you know, the people that we bring on to do shows should be paid. So we need, we need operating funds and the music licensing is also, as you know, very expensive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So by the way, let me just ask you about one of the artists that I sent you who okay. I, who I just love so much. It, it's a woman's, uh, I think they're a trio called, um, or the au pairs. The au pair. I don't think I found them yet. Oh, they're so great. Okay. I mean, they're so, I think I, I probably sent you a suggestion of a song called Ormach, which is the name of an, uh, an Irish prison, but they, 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 they're just, I love them. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough uh, of them on the air. 
I will. I will. Um, I, I'm. I will look for them. Uh, this week, I was going to say today, but I can't, I have so much to do. Um, like getting this house together, getting clothes unpacked. We, the garage is filled with boxes. It's moving sucks. I'm, I can't wait to be done with this all. Um, do it, do it at whatever pace it is. It it is. I mean, you know, it's not the end of the world. It takes an extra Oh, that's true. But, uh, but, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, the first thing I did was build this studio so I could get back on the air. Now I need stuff on the walls and rugs on the floors to cut down on some of the echo. I need to, as they say, deaden the room. Um, I, I got some soundproofing. I wish this other camera was working. I would turn it around and show everybody. I'm going to, I'm going to try it one more time for it worked the first day and then it didn't work after that. But, um, I do have a second camera and there it is. Oh, I can show you. I'm going to show you the setup for women who rock um, because it's, there's not much there right now, but those of you who are watching, there it is. It's the other desk in my room and I've got this um, soundproofing, not soundproofing, but you know, sound absorbing um, panels that look like a uh, stone wall. And then at, at Goodwill, I found this cool, metal sculpture of a musical staff and notes that's all curved um that that i got for 10 bucks so it's on there and then there's the computer that keeps shutting down so um it's a work in progress but but we're getting there uh and uh we're building it so hopefully people will come i'm sure they will as they say all right so howie klein we are uh, reaching the end of the hour um I'll, I'll Enjoy be, uh, the au pairs. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. And it's it's on my list of things to do. And it's it's a lengthy list. But yeah. Um, great to talk to you again. So next week, are you going to be on the uh, on the Zoom? Uh, hopefully. I mean, it, it's 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 totally not up to me. I mean, if, if I'll just put it like this. If I'm dressed, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll check in with you before showtime and... Uh, hopefully you'll be dressed and and uh, we'll zoom. Uh, you'll be surprised. A number of people were asking, "Oh, do we get to see Howie live today?" And I'm like, "Well, not not today, maybe." Do I week. want to? But you know, normally I I go for a swim at eight in the morning, and uh, today I haven't swum yet. Oh, so I'm not dressed. Oh, okay. I got you. I, look, I understand. I'm usually in pajamas until uh, it's like, oh, shit, I'm on the air in a half hour. I got to go get dressed and put on some makeup. Um, so I get By it. By the way, one of the things I do before I swim is I, is I pray. I may have told you that. So I pray uh, a Muslim way, a Christian way, a Jewish way, and a Buddhist way. So I do all three. And uh, all four, four, I say. That's four. So, yeah. So, but, but none of them are, I mean, they're my versions of, of those uh, traditions. And the other day when uh, I was going up to Westchester to this party that my friends uh, threw for me, uh, the driver was an imam. And I was very interested in, in getting him to show me the right way to do it. And he, when he understood that I was interested, he sang for over an hour the verses of the Quran. And he was so good. It was just amazing. I can't believe I didn't think to uh, tape it. It was absolutely fantastic. Wow. And then he did. And he did show me how to pray. Oh, nice. That Well, the good, you know, I don't pray, but I do, you know, send out positive thoughts. And I, I believe in visualization. And David's standing here asking me to ask you if you tried the aqua jogger. No. No. The, do you know what it is? 
I, I think I remember hearing David, about he it, told but... you about it. It's a it's it's like a there's a belt and it keeps you buoyant. So he runs in the pool. That's why we rented a house that had a pool because um, he runs in it like three times a week at least. And it, it's a it's a belt that keeps you buoyant. And it also has it has foot stuff and it has hand stuff. So you you, you David, do you want to say more? Because, uh, you know, Howie, I sent you a link. Uh, <laughs> It was a long time ago. I, I, I now that you're talking about it, I remember. I, I know you're busy, but you know it had video and all, all, all kinds of stuff. Sound. I get it. Fireworks, I have, explosions, I have dancing people that, that I use. That's that's my workout as well as my swimming. Yeah, he does that too. He does that too. But it's yeah, it's a good way to run with you know no um, uh, pounding on your joints. Yeah, so to speak. Sure. Anyway, uh, Howie Klein, as always, great to talk to you again. I missed hearing Thanks. from you. Thanks for the for the Patrick McHenry primer, as it were. There's so much more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have kept going. But anyway, uh, uh, like I said, anybody who wants to check out Patrick can go to uh, the original Down With Tyranny, which is downwithtyranny.blogspot.com, uh, right? Yeah. Right. And, and just look up Patrick McHenry and, and you can spend uh, hours and hours and hours <laughs> going over his whole hard story. Very cool. Now, the current Down With Tyranny is just downwithtyranny.com. That's, That's when right. you moved to a, a more comprehensive site. That was the blog spot, but it's all archived there, all the older posts, because you, you posted there for years and years and years. Right. Decades. Decades. All right. Howie Klein, find him at downwithtyranny.com and find the archives at downwithtyranny.blogspot.com. And of course, uh, you can reach the Blue America Pack in both places, but go through downwithtyranny.com slash blue-america-pack and um, you'll get there. And, uh, you know, support. We're just about to add a new, uh, a new candidate who's running for Senate, uh, a guy named Zach uh, Shrewsbury. And he is, a, you know, a total working class guy who's running against Joe Manchin. Okay. Or if Joe Manchin drops out, which is likely, he'll be running against uh, whichever Republican wins. That's now that's a that's a tough hill to climb. Uh, a, a, a Democrat, a progressive Democrat in West Virginia. Remember, Bernie did really, really well. Bernie in in dozens and dozens of counties. Bernie beat Trump. Uh, you know, they say they had the the. Um, uh, the, the Republican and the Democratic primaries the same day, and Bernie got a lot more votes than Trump did in lots and lots of counties. So it's not as impossible as you would think. It's just they're not interested in, in um, you know, conservative establishment Democrats as much as they are in, in working-class Democrats. Uh, you know, at some point we should bring this guy on so he can explain to Please. himself rather than Let's me do it. He's Let's do it. Good. You just let me know when. Okay. We're back. Thank you, Howie Klein. Talk to you later. Bye, Nicole. Bye. And, uh, and with that, we are done. <laughs> We're getting through this first week. Now, tomorrow, tomorrow being Friday, Friday, um, uh, Marcy Wheeler will be here. It's Empty Wheel Day on the Nicole Sandler Show. Now, you know, she is in Ireland. And, and so with the time difference, when I was on the East Coast, we had been taping at 10 a.m. Eastern, which is five, six hours later there. Um, so now she's like, oh, so it's three hours earlier, three hours later. It's like she got it all mixed up, thinking that at 10 Eastern would be seven 
or t- would be wh- whatever. I, I get confused. Um, we will be taping at nine Pacific. And oh, here's another thing that I have to get used to. So right, I am in mountain time, except when we're on Pacific time, because thankfully, Arizona, you don't change the clocks back and forward uh, twice a year. They remain on, I believe, standard time year round. So when the rest of the country changes to daylight savings time, we stay static. So right now I come on the air at two o'clock Pacific or two o'clock my time once. And I believe it's like November 5th. I think it's the day after my birthday. Nice gift. Um, When the clocks go forward an hour, (laughs) I I, I always, uh, you know, have a misstep here. Um, I will then have to do my show beginning at three o'clock until daylight savings time again. And then I move back to two, but that's okay. I will do it. No, Arizona is not cheating. It's the rest of the country. That's ass backwards. Okay. With that, now we're done. I'm going to go. I still haven't posted yesterday's podcast. I see. I'm so bad. Oh, oh, we're returning to standard time, not daylights. Right. I know. So, oh, okay. So we're in daylight savings time. I, it all confuses me. I'm not good with numbers. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, but don't ask me to explain it. Obviously. (laughs) Um, anyway, uh, uh, I forgot what I was thinking. I, all right. So I'm done. Um, oh, I haven't posted yesterday's show yet because I forgot to hit the record button and my automatic recording didn't work because my studio is not completely full. It's fall back, spring forward. Oh, you're right. Fall back. We go back. And either way, you know what? I still do. I can't do it. I just, I get confused. I'll just do the show when I'm supposed to, either two o'clock or three o'clock, whatever standard daylight time it is. (laughs) Just tell me where to be and when, and I'll be there. All right. I still have to post yesterday's show again, because I didn't have the audio and I had to wait to download it. I download the YouTube video and extract the audio from it. And, um, it took until today. And then I I was racing to get on the air at two instead of five. And so it'll all be done tonight. She says, unconvincingly. I will post yesterday's show because it was a, it was a good one. It was just us. Anyway, I know Arizona doesn't turn its clocks back, Tamara. That's what I've been saying. <sighs> okay. I'll talk to you tomorrow with Marcy Wheeler. Yay. All right. See you then. Thank you for listening. Um, peace. That's going to be my sign off now. Peace. Peace out.